You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted, a conversation on Christian ministry and the Christian life. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherman. And on today's episode, I want to open the mailbag. Uh, this wasn't actually the Salty Believer Unscripted, though, right? This was to a us related the organization a re- that you and I are part the of. Church in which we <laughs> pastor. Okay. But we get emails, we get phone calls, we get communication from time to time of other churches, other organizations, other groups in our community that are doing things that mm-hmm. invite us to come, join them, be a part of what they're doing. And yes. Let's clarify, some of these are just, hey, we're doing this, we thought you'd like to join. And some of these are, we're doing a thing because all the churches in the community all need to do this together and we can't be divided and come do our thing. Right. So the email in question is the latter. Correct. Uh, This isn't a, hey, come check out our Christmas choir. Yeah, I have it up in front of me and I don't want to put too much information here, but it's this whole thing of like, we're all the body of Christ. Sure. And we've got to all lay down our differences, and we've all got to come together so we can all worship God together. Okay. Okay, now here's the real kicker. At their thing, doing it their way. I see. So if you guys will all lay down your differences, come with us because we all need to be one church in the community. Right. It's this ecum- It's, it's kind of yeah. like the unintended consequence of how this email sounds. I don't know if this is, was this person's intent. Right. You know, I think they came up with an idea. Wouldn't it be great if we did X? And he had some bad points. We are all the body of Christ. Yep, <laughs> there, true. There is one big yes. C church. Yes, but there are definitely some distinctions even within sure. the Christians. So we're not. So we occasionally. So we live in Utah. So we occasionally get requests to do things with say, the LDS community, sure. uh, and then maybe the Jehovah's Witnesses, too. Or, and we, and we, we draw hard, hard yeah. lines on, like, we're not going to cause confusion. We're okay. not going to ecumenically join with non-Christian entities. It's true. It's Christmas time, and we get invited to kind of do an interfaith thing with the Catholics, the LDS, the Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, and, it, it, you and know. so we don't because we think it casts a little bit of confusion when I'm asked to pray and somebody else gives a message and somebody else says we're all singing in the same choir. Right. And The unintended consequences, it makes someone go, oh, I guess they're all the same. All religions are the same. Which definitely on that topic they're definitely not the lds still send missionaries to my house and they don't allow me to call myself a mormon right they have distinctions right and we have distinctions we hold to the trinity they clearly don't and so we we while there are things that we live together in the community about when it comes to proclaiming the biblical truth that we hold or them complaining or complaining them uh contending for their theological differences we need to be okay that we have differences and what these things are doing when it's that sort of all services, all whatever, right. is I think it really muddies the water that there are some differences. Sure. Okay, but this isn't that. No. We're talking about Christians. I right. think this one's a Christian. Yeah. Um, I know that. I know this organization. I know this church. They have some doctrinal differences from us. But I yeah. would say that they're Christians and they're believers. And they're here in our community. And yeah. praise the Lord, they're working and proclaiming yeah. the gospel in our community. But here's my question. So you know the organization. We don't want to assume too much. But let's just ask the question. Would they join and encourage all the rest of the churches to join with another church down the street that's not them that's doing something. I don't right? That's so. the tricky part, right? That's when we like when we when we have people that come to our building and say, "Oh, we're trying to do a an all prayer gathering whatever and it's going to be this way." Right. You know, come to our thing. And so if we really want to lay down all the boundaries and all the distinctions, are you willing to do that well, with everybody else? And I don't think they'd lay down the boundaries and stuff to join our church. Because I think they'd have problems with the way we do things. 
Right. And, and I think that's the, that's the real complicated matter when people go, why don't all the churches get along? Well, they do in a way, right. but we still need to hold to our unique distinctions. Sure. I mean, it's almost Christmas time here. At the time of the, this podcast, it might be after Christmas when it comes Who out. Knows? We're getting ahead. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting prepared for all those interviews yeah. we're going to have well, with Steve people. Lawson's going to join us hey, soon. You, you know what? Uh, Before you start mocking, <laughs> I have been in communication with a guest. Okay. So we're working on a guest. Maybe there'll be more. Anyway, back to the point. Is this someone in our church? No. Okay. Back to the point. Uh, uh, so, so it's, it's around almost, Christmas yeah. time, either before or after. Let me ask you, so does everybody uh, open their presents on Christmas morning? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. At least people, I didn't. Some people do Christmas Eve. Some people do other stuff. Sometimes it's half and half, right? Or one and the rest. Or uh, how about some people play Santa and everybody takes a turn yeah. and I say some they play Santa. No I can't Santa. think of how you, you pass oh, them all out. Sure. Some people, you just run down and get all your presents and everybody opens everything at the same time and it's chaos, sure. right? We have differences in how we do Christmas. Does that mean that we're all, uh, you know, can't come together on anything? No. Does that mean we should all come together and all do it the same? No. No. There's unique, even in that, unique distinctions but we're talking about spiritual convictions and so i think what i'm trying to get at is it is okay for the church not to drive so heavily into the ecumenical movement of everything for one cause all exactly the same because there are some of these differences and i would hold paul and barnabas now they didn't they right. they, they had a pretty stark disagreement but they said look you do your thing and, and keep serving right. the Lord. I'm going to do my thing over here and right. praise the Lord. The gospel's mm-hmm. going to go out, but we're just not going to do... I wanted to go visit all the old yeah. churches, and this guy wants to go do all the new churches. And I think there's something to be said for that. I like the fact that we do church differently than the church down the street. And I like, I the, guy, I like the guys oh, yeah. down the street. They're phenomenal. And I love... There, there are people who love the way they do church. And there are people that love the way we do the church. And because we both do church differently, we're not competing with each other, but there's two options for Christians in our communities. Right. This way or that way. And and we say we both do church differently, but the gospel is, if we sat down yeah. with their staff and our staff, there would be maybe some theological sure. differences here and there, but none that would have any yeah. issue when it comes to the matters yeah. of salvation. I nope. firmly believe the church, just I mean, they're a block away from us. Yeah. I firmly believe that they absolutely... <coughs> No, there's first... Hold to the gospel on first-tier issues. First-tier issues, third-tier issues, and I know at the end of the day, the gospel is being proclaimed there just as much as it is here. Right. We just have a different outworking right. of how we do right. our services, and, yeah. and and that's really, really probably a very good thing because not everybody wants to go to the church that's my preference, and the church where I pastor isn't even all my preferences. Sure. It's what the church is doing and how this works. and I, So... So when you get these things and when people go, well, why doesn't everybody get along? We should all do something. Ask yourself, are you willing to go well, join the other people? Right. And, and in certain situations, I am. I think what frustrates me about this particular email is it's a, hey, we're doing this, so you should join us. What I'd like to see, because it almost makes it sound like you probably, you know, you're not doing anything or you you're must, too small. You must you not be help, doing this prayer or, and know, worship I, thing that we're doing. It kind of comes across that right. way. Right. I get emails of like, hey... Our youth group is doing this, so you should all come join our youth group. We'll get all the youth groups from everywhere to come here. Our youth group is so awesome. Everyone should join our youth group. What I would prefer is an email that says, hey, I'm a youth pastor down the street. I'd love to do something together. Would you mind getting together with me, this other youth pastor, and this one over here, and let's come up with something together. Right. A hundred percent. That's it right there. We want to talk about how we can do something together. Not we've already got it all planned. Just invite your people. Just show up. Pat our numbers. Just yeah, that's <laughs> what it feels like. No, that and so like, I remember I remember years ago, um, I was doing some training in Las Vegas, and 
there was a guy that was super passionate about community prayer and getting the churches together to pray. But he prayed in such a way that made people uncomfortable. Mm. Um, a certain bent that was, uh, you know, let's just say the Presbyterians would not likely join with the way this guy prayed. Okay. And and I have a, I'm a little more okay and open in there, but there are certain things that make me a little uncomfortable on that front too. And then he, so what ended up happening, unfortunately, is he kind of got offended when other people didn't want to pray the way he prayed. Right. And we had just, we were talking, because we, he was just a part of this training, and I said, well, why don't you just, why don't you find the limits of how far everybody is willing to go? Maybe yeah. not pray in that way. Maybe you guys who really like to pray in tongues, maybe ought not to be doing that. And you guys who are doing these things over here, not do that, because everybody can be comfortable with this right. much. And right. what was interesting is, is watching the sort of like the gears turning and going, well, I don't know if I want to do that. And then you're like, well, that's why they don't want to do it your way. Well, and I think he worked through that. And I think he he did. I really, really did work yeah. through that. But the, the point I'm getting at is that's kind of the issue, right? Right. And we've done something like this before. I mean, we, we've had events at our church that we've invited other churches and people at. Yeah. We've had lunches and And, and we've gone and, to other and we've gone events. To, and yeah. I, I honestly, that seems like that's really toned down from the... Sure. Since the the pandemic, it'd be nice to start to see some of these creep yeah. up in a way that's not like this one. Yeah, um, like you talked about, like, hey, what if we all got together and did this thing together? Yeah. Um, what's your example on a youth thing? I think I know of a group that does that. Sure. Uh, and I don't know if our youth would. I don't know. Partner up with that one, but I think it's a good approach. Well, right? you've gone to events or retreats like that where you've partnered with another church, maybe your small church, their large church, and you kind of feel like an afterthought or like yeah, a secondary you just deal. Get, Added on like, to their guys, whole right? thing, and yeah, it, it'd, be, it'd be like one big family renting out half an airplane, and you have rows in two and three. And and you're, you're like, what like, am I what doing? Are we doing? <laughs> no, it, it it can be good. I think this goes back at the heart of the matter. I think this goes back to how we understand right. our our unique distinctions, mm -hmm. uh, which in a, in a broad sense you could call that denominationalism. I was, we were talking about this with some some uh, brothers and sisters, and so, you know every single person that says they are non-denominational is still a distinction and a denomination Correct. to themselves. Yes. So like we are just a one church distinction <laughs> different from right. those right. right? It's like so every church has its own unique distinctions right. and things that they may not want to dive into and so we have to question like we need to be okay with that and to say let's put everything the same in all the churches anytime anybody says all the churches have to be exactly right. the same what right. they're not doing is saying well what about or we see in Acts uh, 15 yeah. where oh these guys thought you had to be Jewish and be circumcised and these guys didn't so we had to work through the distinctions or people will say we just need to focus on the gospel and forget all the distinctions right which let's is just a disaster with this, run with this okay let's let's walk let's let's take that to its logical conclusion okay so you're only going to tell me about the gospel now I've just right. got saved Right. Okay, now I need to go join a church. Which one? Yeah. Anyone? All of them? Anyone Any of will them? do? I've had a situation here in Utah where a, a very famous, very well-known mega church pastor came to town, did a thing, rented out a big arena, and pastors, I think, could pay, or there was a certain thing where they could end up on stage with this guy so that he could say, okay, now, if you just got saved, here's the churches you can go to. And, man, all these pastors were different from each other, right? Every like, last one of them. They all had doctrinal differences. None of them were the same, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It's not that they're outside the body of Christ. No. But it is that, like, how are we going to do... But we all have our convictions. These various things. I mean, let's talk about the most... Okay, so you just got saved. Uh, you got baptized. Now, do you right. also baptize your children in the covenant say. community? Or 
I, There's a big one right there. I love right my Presbyterian brothers and sisters. Right I love the them. And I will pray with them all day, every day. What we're not going to do is baptize our babies you together. You know how many Presbyterians I read and listen to? A ton. And Reformed Baptist I think guys. most and of what I listen to Reformed non-Baptist guys. Yeah. Like, you got Reformed guys that are, I mean, you got all kinds of stuff. Totally okay. On the flip side of that, there's Baptist brothers that I'm like, well, we're very different here. We are very, <laughs> you know? very different. Yeah, so. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, all this stems off of this email, and, and we have this come up, but I, I think maybe the the way to round this out is to say, how do you how do you communicate to the Jiffy Lube Joe, man in the pew? Do We used to use that term, Jiffy Lube Joe, all the time. Sure. Do anybody, does anybody go to a Jiffy Lube job? I mean, Jiffy Lube's still open, right? Yeah. Or a uh, oil That's place. That's where I get my oil changed. They don't work remotely, do they? I don't. That's over Zoom. Okay. But, but So what I'm getting at is like regular guy in the pew, yeah. regular woman just as at long church. As his nine to five job. Does his stuff or, right. you know, at, in the pew at the church, right? Um, what advice do you give them when they're sort of thinking, shouldn't we all get along and why are there this many churches and... What what would you say? I'm now gonna, we're in we're in Salt Lake. You can drive miles right. between different yeah, different churches. If you're in like Tennessee or Georgia or yeah. something, you might have five churches on the four corner street, right? right. <laughs> yeah. What would you say to that person though? I think it's hard when you first got saved because you might not know doctrinally where your convictions oh, lie. You want everybody oh yeah, you I remember those days. You want so, everybody to be the same and why don't you like what I like? I, yeah. I don't think we can call him Jiffy Lube Joe anymore. I think we call it Zoom Call Steve or something. Zoom, Zoom Call Charlie. Zoom Call <laughs> Zoe. Yes. Zoom Call Zoe. <laughs> um, but I think I think you start with reading something like Wayne Grimm's Twenty Basic Things Every Christian Should Know. Which you know. automatically starts with a Baptist <laughs> bias. <laughs> but you're okay. Something no. to get you thinking. Get going, Get the right? wheels turning. Get plugged okay. into a local church. Okay, so hold on. Let's just put some... So let's put an Anglican bent next to that. Or you can go with J.I. Packer's... Uh, sure. What is that, like... 50-something Is it chapter. Concise Theology? Concise Theology, right. yeah. And there's an Anglican church 20 minutes from us, so they could go there. There you go. So you find, know. but find a, a go don't read your giant, you know, yeah. eight-volume well, version yet. Start with something small, just go, oh, here's what the theology, here's what the issues are. Even better yet, start with reading the faith statement of the church you're going to go to. Oh, yeah. If Every they have church one, has, if they don't have one, don't go there. If they don't have something posted or don't even... If they go, we don't even have one. We just believe yeah. the Bible. Yeah. If they say, we have no creed but the Bible, I would maybe go to a second option. That is a creed. But, like, right. how do you say what the Bible says? It just start, you know... Who is Christ? We just go with the... Well, who is Christ? I mean, right. even even the churches in the Bible had sort of this... These creedal-type statements. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. They, what does your church believe? Look right. for the faith statement. And maybe yeah. they have... Maybe they... Maybe they've adopted one, which is fine. We've adopted it. Sure. You know, whatever. They've adopted right. the New Hampshire Confession or the London Baptist Confession or the Westminster Catechism or the statement from their denominational whatever. Yeah. Find something, though. Right. Southern Baptist Faith and Message. Yeah. Baptist Faith and Message. Anyway, so if look for that, you're saying. Sure. Then, and then what? And then maybe pick up one of those theology books. Start okay. kind of reading through that. Think through what you think. Watch some theology seminars. There's lots of stuff what, what out there. there. What do you say to me if I'm like, I'm just I come to you, you're my pastor, and I'm just really discouraged. I'm just discouraged there's so many different churches. Yeah. What do you say to that? Yep. Is that discouraging? <laughs> I don't think it's discouraging. I think it's beautiful. I, I think there's something to be said that we all are seeking to honor Christ. We're all seeking to follow him. And we all kind of are taking different twists and turns on things that aren't necessarily primary. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking. I think Carl Truman, I watched an interview with yeah. him, and he was asked... Some question about was what it on this podcast? <clears throat> no, we should get Carl Truman on the podcast. Just saying, let's add him to the yes! list. Yes, 
I should shoot him an email. We could talk about. Man, he's got a great book. He's probably listening right now. So just drop us an definitely, email. Definitely, Carl. Subject you should, random guy. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Carl, you should definitely come on. Talk about your strangers in a. Or a uh, strange New World. Strange New World. You could talk about your book. You've been talking to me about this book. Dude, I need to read you, this book. What are you going to do if I get him on this podcast? I'll probably have to read the book. Yes. Okay, okay so anyway, he said. He, uh, somebody, Kevin DeYoung or somebody was interviewing him and said, hey, why do you go to such and such church or tell me sure. this, what, how did you end up here right. versus here? Okay, you, you're a Protestant, then you're this. And he and he he just said, you know, some churches are a little more bookish and and the way they communicate and talk is a little more like, it kind of has this very intellectual type bent and that just really appealed to the way I think. And so therefore I yeah. kind of gravitated to that church. But man, not everybody's that way. I would drive to the church closest to the Bible, not the one closest to your home. That's good. I think Paul Washer said that, didn't he? I don't know. Somebody said our, that. Our marquee outside said it once. It said it but. once. It did. <laughs> okay, so but, I think you're right, though. Yeah. I think you're right. So Here's what I, I think I would say. Uh, I would say if you're discouraged, you know, you come to me and I'm right. your pastor. If you're discouraged with what we're doing because you want us to be like everybody, right. how do we be like everybody when they're not all right. the same? You look, yeah. You know, like, yeah. We, you can't do that. I, so let's take great joy in who God has I, made us to be and who God's made them to be, as long as they're all within biblical Christianity. If somebody came to me and said, man, why can't our church be, be like all the rest? I'd say, remember there was a time when McDonald's tried to make pizza. Oh, goodness. <laughs> like, they do something and they do it well. KFC does something and they do it well. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. And be okay with some of the differences. Yeah. As long as you're all still within Christianity, because you, you, you be get okay outside. if you go to a church that's different than your friends. If your friends want to go to a different church, your family member wants oh, to go to a man. different church. I remember being a new believer. I got saved in college, and and it was like a real struggle. Sure. Why would my friends go to that church? But it was like mm-hmm. they're, and I, I, it was really hard for me to get my head around yeah. why they might like something other than what I like, you know. And then you start to realize we don't all, right. we don't all do this exactly the same. You know, I like now, Pepsi. My wife likes Sprite, so here we are. I want to put a I want to put a really big caveat to this. I really want to try to discourage that you just church hop for preferences. Absolutely. If you don't have a theological issue with your church, if you can really anchor there, even if yeah. it doesn't meet every, if it's not the coolest thing, yeah. it doesn't meet everything. Be faithfully committed to your brothers and sisters in that church. Absolutely. Don't just start hopping around for the okay. next preferential thing. Worship and Sunday mornings are not about ourselves and what we're getting out of it and right. you know, what I like. Oh, I like this coffee or this church has fog machines or whatever. Yeah. And right. then I would say, look, if there's a church doing a thing and they're inviting a bunch of people to it and you want to go, go. I mean, I feel guilty about this, but there are churches that put on VBSs. Sure. And we do a different thing in the evenings and the we families have to attend. And I love conference. it. Pa- I yeah. love it. I think what we're doing is right. But then people go, well, I just want to drop my kid off. I like having a week of babysitting. Sure. And they'll come and say, is it right that I take my kid to the VBS of the church down the street? And I can usually pull up my email and go, oh, the church said anybody who wants to come, have a ball. Yep. And we have people that take their kids yep. to nine VBSs all summer for free yep. babysitting. And the church yep. has invited them. So but I if don't that's what they want to do, then great. I if, don't want to do that. If the I church isn't, in, if the church isn't invited them. The if they're not inviting invited, them, don't that's go. Wrong. That's if not it's right. for their members. Yeah, don't go. I mean, but I'm with you. I'm kind of like... I don't want to just close out those other churches. No. Not that, but I really want to build up it's my relationship with my church. Yeah. 
Nothing's more awkward than if you have a family meeting and you have non-family members show up, right? Like, right. Who's so, this person? Maybe you're. Maybe they're they're dating somebody and wanting to be engaged. Yeah. But otherwise, like, if you're a boyfriend at the table versus a random guy just walking down the street, like who's this guy? So here's the deal: we got the email. Are we are we are we gonna drop what we're doing? Change all of our stuff and go do this thing? I'm probably not. Actually, as delayed as the podcasts are, because we might have missed it. Little spoiler alert: we're getting ahead in preparation for all those amazing interviews we're going to have. Yeah, by the time this airs, it's over. But so, what you're saying is we're probably not going to do it. I've seen into the future. Uh, we've got some doctrinal distinctives, and we we, we chose not to <laughs> yeah, do it. They're, all they're right. not really in line with with my convictions. Yeah. Well, now that we've let the cat out of the bag that we're getting ahead, hopefully people are anticipating sure. having Carl Truman and just who free. else have we Wait, how big is my list now? Carl Truman, Kevin DeYoung, Adam Groza. Adam Groza. Oh, Adam Groza. Come on. He listens to the Dr. podcast, Orge. doesn't he? Dr. Orge probably is busy. Adam Groza is probably busy. But he's going to retire soon. I bet so. none of these people listen to the podcast. Um, uh, Chad Vegas for sure. Chad Vegas. Chad Vegas. Yeah. And I have another guy that we haven't mentioned yet from a seminary. Uh, most people probably don't know who he is. He's not one of these big and, celebrity you know, types, but he's a solid dude, and I love him. And I think he's going to be on. Um, yeah. And uh, once and I graduate, random guy, random, random guy. guy who emails us, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to email my professor, Doctor Rendell's, and uh, see. If We've had Doctor Rendell's on before. You should be able to get Doctor yeah. Rendell's. Repeat. What topic should we talk about? Systematic theology. I think we should talk about balancing uh, being a professor and a pastor. And yes. How that works and- Ryan Rendell's, if you're listening, we want to have you on. To talk about balancing being a professor, a great professor, and a great pastor, which yeah. I think, from you know, word on the street, you encapsulate that very thing. <laughs> and, and, and just since you're listening, thanks for grading my papers so fairly. And, uh, <laughs> and then, by the time he hears this, those should yeah. be graded. Yeah, you've already walked by the time. Yeah, he I'm probably you know I've got a master's at this point. It's so. the time of year. Come on, Ryan, Doctor Rendell's. All right, enough goofing off. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Salty Believer Unscripted is a production of SaltyBeliever.com. Visit the website to find more resources like the podcast you've just listened to.